Hello, this is Joseph Mendoz with uh, a video for virtualsheetmusic.com. Today I'd like to talk about um, uh, a couple tips for beginners, actually. This is tips for teachers, uh, uh, you know, to teach uh, 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 a young child how to play the cello. Uh, that, that first lesson can be kind of a scary thing. I know we all have our little tricks and, and things uh, to, uh, to help the student to make some good sounds on the first day. Um, but uh, um, this is also directed towards the, um, the amateur musician, the adult amateur, um, who wants to take up the cello. Uh, maybe he uh, plays piano already, or maybe he plays nothing, who knows. Um, and he really wants to develop his um, abilities on the cello and, uh, and start to explore uh, that instrument. So these are just a couple tips uh, for really anybody of, of any age, because they work uh, just as well for just about anybody. Um, uh, the first one has to do with uh, really making sure that the student is uh, very, very familiar with the, the basics, actually, the extreme basics. I mean, like actually getting the cello out of the case and how to do all that properly. That's something that occasionally gets overlooked. Uh, I know occasionally uh, I overlook it uh, with the first lesson of a student. I'm so excited to get them, you know, to make uh, great sounds on that first day that I completely forget about the, the more difficult aspect of, of actually, um, the, the, that daunting aspect actually of getting the instrument out of the case. I mean, it's, it's very, uh, it's kind of scary thing, um, especially since most beginners are starting with a soft case. Uh, so what I usually recommend, um, uh, especially if they're tiny, is that they just get the case, they, get, they put the case and the cello and everything on the ground and just try to get everything out of it that way instead of, uh, um, you know, if, if they're older, I recommend that they stand up actually and get the cello out of the case. It's a little bit easier there or of course to have a parent help them. Um, uh, that's one of those things I try to remember actually. Uh, now as far as uh, um, these three tips I'll be giving you, that, that's really the first one is to really go over those things because uh, the um, Sometimes, you know, when a student is at home uh, during the week, they have problems um, with those kinds of basic things. Or they forget to tighten the bow, or they, you know, they, they don't know how long the end pin is supposed to be, or they, there's all those kinds of things that can happen. Um, so to go over those kinds of things right from the very beginning and to stress them really helps to relieve that tension of, of you know, what do I do with this thing that's sitting in the case? Uh, you know, what, what exactly am I supposed to do with it? Now, once we have it out of the case and we've taught them, you know, how to sit, which I think I, I just covered in the posture video, you can look, you can look, go back and look at that one. Um, once, once we get that far, I think it's important then to really familiarize yourself uh, with the strings. So what I like to do is I like to play a little game with my students, and it's just kind of a little memory game. I'll put my bow off to the side here. We don't use the bow quite yet. Um, I try to get them to memorize where the strings are and, then, and their names. So we have the C string, of course, the lowest one, the G string, the D string, and the A string. And so I give them all sorts of patterns. The first way I give it to them is I give them uh, a pattern using just the letter names. Um, uh, so I'll say C, C, G, A, and they'll have to go something like that. Um, and, and it helps them to memorize that way. And then also I do a, diff a different way. I actually play a pattern. And sometimes if the student has already studied piano or a different instrument or something, I'll give them something like a, a, a little bit more of a tricky rhythm. Like I'll put in some little eighth notes or things like that. Something like... Something like 
that, and they really seem to enjoy that right from the very beginning. Uh, whether it's adult amateurs or, or whether it's uh, um, you know a, a, a four or five year old who's picking up the instrument for the first time. Um, after that, actually, before we even work on anything with the left hand, and then I have them actually pick up the bow. Now, I don't remember going over this in, in the bow fundamentals. I know I think I've done a couple videos on the, on the bow, but I can't remember what I've done, actually, without going back and looking at all of it. Um, but actually, I have them start with holding the bow here at the balance point. I, found, I find the balance point for them, and I have them hang the bow just between their thumb and their middle finger just like that. And then we just kind of lay the other fingers on the stick. Usually I, I want the pinky to be up there like that. I, I think that's kind of a helpful place for us to start. Um, where it goes from there, who knows. But we, I, I think that's a good place for it to start. And then we make some circles. And interestingly enough, I don't think I've ever had a student, I don't mean to sound like I'm boasting here, but I don't think I've ever had a student not make a beautiful sound with one of these circles right from the very beginning. They usually just have them start on the D string and then they play a circle like that. In fact, sometimes I have them go all the way past the hair so we hear a little bit of actually the wood hitting the string and that's not really bad for the bow so you don't have to worry. Just a little bit like that and then making these big circles. I don't know if you can see that on the video there. but And they usually make that beautiful ringing sound. And then of course they want to try it on all the strings so I let them do that. And we stay at this bow hold actually for a certain amount of time. Um, so and then, and then really the third tip is starting to talk about the left hand. Now as far as beginners go, um, this really is uh, the, the issue of, of tape, whether to use tape up here. It's not really controversial. Uh, for some people it is. Um, I generally try to avoid the use of tape, actually, and it, but it really depends on the student. Some students really do need the tape, and it'll be obvious to you, in fact, after the first day, uh, that this particular student is going to need that visual aid to start off with. Um, uh, but really, even those students that need that visual aid, they can't hear, for example, they play a, a D like this, and then they really can't find the E. They have no idea where that next note is supposed to, what that next note is supposed to sound like. Like they haven't ever played piano, or maybe they're very, very young. Or in, some, in some cases, that's where I'll use a piece of tape. Usually, I'll just use maybe two pieces of tape at most, one for the first finger, one for the fourth finger. I know some people use three or even four, and, and then they add all sorts of things here. Um, I think that this actually uh, is, uh, it can be a problem. Now, it is a little bit more difficult to begin this way, even for a really, really good, very, very talented beginner. It is a little bit more difficult, but the benefits that I've seen from it over the long term are that, uh, um, I mean, for example, uh, again, I, it seems like I'm boasting here, but um, it's not unusual for me with a beginner um, uh, to, in the first, even, even in the first month, for them to be able to play through a, a very simple piece using the left hand fairly well in tune uh, just, just after a month. Um, and I find that this method of not using the tape, while those first couple lessons can be pretty rough, the student starts to get the sound of it in their ears better. And that's really what we want to build. We want to build a knowledge of what the, what the, the finger in the right spot sounds like. That's really the most important thing, not what it looks like. And of course, if they're constantly looking like this, it really pulls their body completely out of position. They can't have their elbow in the right place. They, the bow angle usually goes really wacky, and there's all sorts of things that happen like that. So 
that's why I, I would experiment first without tape uh, with pretty much every beginner um, to really see if it's something that they're able to do because if they are and I found that that not a strong majority but at least a healthy majority of, uh, you know 60 65 percent or so have good enough ears from the very beginning to be able to distinguish enough where they need to put that first finger and then they're able to find the other uh, the other notes from that um, this really builds that that uh, that hearing from the be from the very beginning uh, which I think is really critical. If you rely too much on the eyes, it's, uh, I think it's a big problem. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed this video. And uh, uh, there will be many more coming. I, I look forward to doing these videos for many months to come. Um, and uh, you'll be hearing uh, a lot more from me, definitely, on a wider variety of topics. Again, please, if there's anything that you want me to do a video on, just go ahead and uh, submit that in, in the comments section below uh, the video on the virtualsheetmusic.com website. Uh, and, and I'll also say that if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you visit the, the VSM, the, the virtualsheetmusic.com website. That's where I'll be able to see your comments. I don't have time to go around checking all the YouTube comments, and also I, I, I don't know how to reply to those. <laughs> uh, so the, the comments I can reply to are on the virtualsheetmusic.com website. Uh, so you can uh, uh, register there and log in and um, and also view all the comments that everyone else has written. And I usually try to write uh, as extensive as a reply as, as time allows. Uh, so uh, that usually is a way for me to flesh out what I said in the video. So once again, this is Joseph Mendoz for virtualsheetmusic.com. And uh, thank you for watching this video.